You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Howdy do, buckaroos, and welcome to Comics with My Kids podcast, the official podcast for the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Matt D., and with me today is... Logan D. Well, listeners, this is our eighth installment for our summer reading promotion. Tonight, we're going back to the well, and we're hitting The Lost Air, part of the Wings of Fire series... The Dragonette Prophecies. We've already recorded the graphic novel, but Logan wanted to talk about the novel because he loves this series so much. So spoilers, listeners, this is going to be a buy again, but this is from a different take. This is the novel version. What a novel idea, Logan. Real quick, I'm going to go grab the book. Oh, you couldn't have done that a second ago? All right, Logan. Well, can you tell us a little bit about Wings of Fire and the author? The author is Tui T. Sutherland, and the book is about um, Tsunami going to meet her parents, and she meets this one dragon named uh, Riptide and becomes friends with him. Okay. Later, when she returns, and then when she returns, to- when she goes to the castle with him, she learns that she is the lost princess, and that she has a sister, Anenema. And Anenema is attached to her mother. When they had met her, they did not know who Anenema was. But after they met her, Tsunami and Anenema became friends. And um, Tsunami's old friends got locked up in a cage, which she didn't know. She was told that they were being treated fine. Okay. So we basically covered the story when when we talked about the graphic novel. Is there anything that's a little bit different in the novel versus the graphic novel? Um, well, the thing I like better about the novel is you can actually picture what's happening and what it looks like. For example, in the end of the book, when she is fighting the, um, statue, uh, in the graphic novel, you could see what the statue looked like, and then, but before that, I had not pictured the statue to look like that. Okay, so you had to work off the description from the writer? Yeah. And I actually liked mine better. Okay. Well, comparing the novel to the graphic novel, um, would you say that the graphic novel got close to what you were thinking of, of what you pictured? No. In the overall book, I mean. For example, uh, I knew the ceilings were different colors. It's just like, for some of the ceilings, they would use like an uglier green. Oh, okay. So your mind kind of pictured something a little different? Yeah. Now, comparing the novel to the graphic novel... Um, what did you think, how did, how did you, what do you think of Mike Holmes's interpretation of, of the book for his art style versus what you were thinking of? Uh, I liked it. It was a lot more comic-y than what the cover of the novel shows. Mm-hmm. Um, there should be a picture there. And, um, what sucks is some of the pictures, you can't tell what's happening. For example, um... In the one, Tsunami gets attacked and she gets a something over her head. In the book, you can hear how she's like getting scratched in the side, bit in the shoulder. But in the in the graphic novel, all you can hear is ow oof and talking, and all you can see is gray lines. Gotcha. So 
the effect or the novel then gave you more more of your allows you to use more of your senses then. Yeah. Okay. What parts in the book do you prefer over than the graphic novel? Like I said, I prefer the um getting I like this entire book better than the graphic novel. Okay. Well what's some of your favorite parts of the story? Like the way that Tui describes some things. Is there something that like sticks out in your mind? Uh well the one thing that did help in the graphic novels is like they were talking about the one character was about the size of a scavenger, but I was thinking that scavengers were like ten times smaller than a dragon. Okay. How did they depict them in the graphic novel, then? Uh, well, then it gave me more of a size range. And so I could tell that scavengers were bigger than I thought. Okay. How big were they in the graphic novel? I were think... they, like, as big as a bear? I mean, compared to the dragons, how big are they? It depends on what kind of dragon. Uh, the one I'd seen, it's about... It goes up to about, maybe... So there's this one evil dragon named Queen Scarlet... Okay. You, do you remember her from the first one? Yes, I do. She's like in charge of the... Uh, Skywings. Skywings, okay. But she got uh, killed. Well, she got poisoned by the Rainwing. Okay. But, um... But the, compared to the it size... It went up to about her maybe knee. Alright, so scavengers are kind of small, but... It's definitely bigger. Okay. All right. Well, what more can you tell us about the novel versus the graphic novel? Mm. If I had, let's say, what's the cover price of the novel? Isn't it like fifteen ninety nine? is eight dollars. Okay, seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Okay, so if I had seven dollars, let's say I had eight bucks. And I had a choice between the graphic novel and the novel. Which would you prefer me? Which 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 would I be better off buying, the graphic novel or the novel? It depends on who you are. Do you like pictures, or do you like reading it and imagining it for yourself? Oh, I like pictures. Then you should go with the graphic novel. Okay. Because on uh the novel, it is a complete novel, not a single picture. All right. Well, isn't there anything in the beginning of the book? Don't you have like a map or some yeah, kind of breakdown with the dragons? Yeah, it's the same as the uh, other one. Got the breakdown of the dragons in a map, and that's the only pictures in the entire book. Gotcha. Well, now, there is small pictures because it's broken up into three parts: part one, part two, and part three. Okay. Each one has a different name, and when it says it, you can see uh, the map in the background. That's the only pictures. Okay. So, is there? Boy, I hate to make this a short podcast, but is there anything else that you could? Tell us that would make the novel worth more reading than the graphic novel. Um. Well, some of the characters, like for an enema, in the graphic novel, it had a color that I didn't like. It was this really ugly light blue with pink on it. I had not expected that out of an enema. I definitely prefer this one where I can uh, picture what it is. Gotcha. Now, her name, Anima. Is she named after, like, a sea anemone? I don't know. Each dragon gets a name based off of what they are. For okay. example, the Mudwing name is Clay. Okay. Because it is like mud. Gotcha. How do you spell um, 
her name, Aninema. Uh, she said many times. Riptide, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Is it A N N E M? A N E M A N E M O N E. Ah. And she's like light blue with pink. Gotcha. Anenema. Yeah, I think because there's a C anenema. So I could see that being why she chose that name. That's a hard name to think of. Queen Coral and. King Gill. So they're they're more like um like water kind of names, right? Duh. <laughs> what do you mean duh? I mean their name is Sea Wing. Oh right, Sea Wing, not Water Wing. Can you imagine a dragon named Water Water Wing Dragons? Would they have like those, you know, those blow up things that go on your arms? Would they have to be have them on their arms and then their wings as well if they were water wings and not sea wings? What? You know, a water wing. That's when you were growing, as you were younger, you know, we'd put you in the pool and we had to put those little floaties on your arms. Those are called water wings because they'd have to go on your arms to help you float. Mm -hmm. So could you imagine a dragon being called a water wing having to like have those on their arms and like float in the water that way? Uh, it would probably have a built in. Kind of like there's this one Pokemon that's kind of like that. It's called a Buzzle and it's got an inflatable raft built into it. Okay. So Don't. then if 2ET Sutherland was listening to this and we came with a suggestion of, hey, how about a series of dragons called Water Wings, then you would suggest that they would have their, like, arms blow up so that they could float in the water? Yeah, and they can inflate. Like, so that, like... Oh, so there are Water Wings? No. There are not. There are Sea Wings. Oh. Sea Wings sounds better. I don't know. I kind of like the idea of Water Wings. What about you, listener? Do you like the idea of sea wings or water wings? If you do have an idea of what you prefer, feel free to write us at the Comics with My Kids. Sorry, the Comics with My Kids podcast at gmail.com or click on our link for the uh, in our show notes on how to leave a message. And you'll get entered in a free drawing for comic books. Exactly. Because we're not always talking about novels and we're not always talking about comic books. We talk about a little bit of both because we want people to read. So, Logan, what else can you tell us about this book, Wings of Fire, Lost Air? Is there any other thing that will make the reader want to go, make the listener go out and want to buy this book? Well, for example, in the um, in the graphic novel, the one sea wing is showing Tsunami how to speech aquatic, and you can see them light up. I prefer in this where I can make up my own codes. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do have a their own bioluminescence. Yeah, and so they speak the language aquatic. That is pretty cool. So if they were to make this a TV series or a movie, would you prefer an animated thing, or would you rather see it in, like, a live-action CGI? Uh, I think animated would look better. Yeah? The CGI would look a little freaky. Gotcha. All right, well, I... <laughs> I know we normally do our rating, but I got a pretty good idea that you're going to go ahead and say make this a buy. But why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners what you think of, of why you should make this a buy? What what drew you into this book series? I was given it for Christmas, and I read it just to see if I would like it, and I loved it. 
Okay. What captivated you about it? What made you want really love this book series? I liked how it in like a lot of books, like the one I'm reading, uh, it's about humans, not the dragon. This one, the first person is the dragon. Where in the other one, it's a human that can turn into a dragon. Gotcha. So you prefer books that take the character, like the fantastical character, and make them the center, the center feature. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, then let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up. Well, folks, thanks for listening to this episode of Comics My Kids podcast. Check out more episodes at the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's take this out. You don't have to say this because they don't exist anymore. Leave us a rating or review at Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Leave us, follow us on Twitter for all of our episode posts and news at Comics with the Kids. Also, check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids. And finally, you can email our show at the Comics, Comics with You said with that my, earlier. I know. I was plugging it. You know what plug means? Nope. It means promoting it. It sounds like I was that's promoting it earlier. Yeah, well. And finally, you can email our show at comicswithkidspodcast at gmail.com, and we'll put your name into a drawing for free comics. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of our Summer Reading Revolution. Check out our website for the full list of this summer's books. Ladies and gentlemen, have a good night. Or evening, or morning, or middle of the night, or afternoon. Or whatever that's called between middle of the night and evening. Or breakfast time, or second breakfast, or tea time. Hey, or hey it's not called second breakfast. It's called brunch. <laughs> or lunar. Lunar. There's also lunar. You yes. could be watching this. Well, listening, technically. All right. Cool, buddy. <laughs>